When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we're in here with Cincinnati's very own Skylar Blatt yeah. in the building. The blizzard. How you feeling? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm doing fine. How you feeling? I'm glad to be here. Excellent. I just noticed what's going on with your glasses there. How they chipped off them chips. Yeah, but the pieces out. Yeah, them, them missing motherfuckers right there. I Did call you? them. I could cuss, right? Yeah. Yeah, them, them missing motherfuckers <laughs> right there. What happened? Where, where'd you get those? Uh, I got them from a, a female in my city. Her name, my mouth. Oh, okay. Uh, she got Define Beauty on social media. Oh, it's her brand. Yeah, her whole brand. I was thinking they were going to be like $800 fucking nah. Dior sunglasses yeah, or something. Yeah, I ain't really. I don't really do too much. You don't like that? Yeah, I like, you know, I like, I'm into it, but I'm simple. Yeah? Yeah, I'm super simple. How old are you? I'm 26. 26. Mm-hmm. Okay, so still young. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel young? No. Really? No, I'm getting old. <laughs> Bone, my bones and shit, like, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of different ways to be 26, though. Like, I know some 26-year-olds that are grizzled. They've been through everything. And I know some 26-year-olds that don't know shit. Yeah, I've been through everything. Really? Yeah, everything. Almost. I, I first uh, noticed you because you were going viral on Twitter for the, the freestyle that you did. What's it called? On the Block? Or, uh, uh-huh, On My Block. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that people were just going crazy saying you bet rap better than most dudes and all this yeah. kind of shit. <laughs> Was that just a total surprise? Um, As far as what? Like, that specific tweet going viral. No, not, yeah, kind of, because I didn't, it came out of nowhere, Right. The, the, the viral part. I didn't even know. One day I was just at the salon. I kept getting notifications on my Twitter. I'm like, what the hell? Because my Twitter wasn't really having too much motion at the time. So right. I'm just thinking, like, it keep being hella notifications. I'm like, what the hell? So I go on there. I'm like, oh, it's going viral. Mm. Like, the guy that shared it, I never even, like, right. I didn't know nothing about him. Like, you know, like, and it was just, like, viral. I'm like, damn, and... <laughs> Damn, but that was a nice, <laughs> nice boost career-wise. Yeah. Do you have a lot of people noticing you from that and shit? Yes, yeah, a lot of people, right. a lot of people. When I saw that, I just felt like, I don't know, there's something about your delivery that I just thought was very like cool and calm and composed. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna use your interview as a platform to tell you what other girls are not good at rap-wise, but I do feel like a lot of girls rap like it's still the '90s. Right. You don't have to agree with me. No, I'm I'm not, I'm not agreeing. I'm I'm just listening to you. I'm like, right. Like, I'm just following you. I wasn't agreeing. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of girls that are, like, and I'm not putting this on everybody, but I feel like there's a lot of girls who, like, have a buzz going or whatever, but they really don't rap that good. Or at least they don't rap, like, cool. They might, like, be able to put a lot of words together, but it's, mm-hmm. it's too, it sounds like too much effort. Right. See, me, I honestly, I record 
I just go in there and record too. Mm. Like I don't even write my music. I just go in there right. off the top of my head. So it's be like for me, that's better for me because it's like it's more natural. Like I feel like I can just however I'm feeling that day. So it's like okay, if I go to the studio today, however I'm feeling is just gonna naturally come out instead of me just sitting down trying to like write it. And I don't go against people writing either. I love music either way, but it's more so like I just be more so about emotions. Like mm. I just rather my emotions just let it out. Cause it's just like it helps me come up with different flows and shit too. Like it'd be more, it's natural. I feel like if you show up with a written verse on a track with Babyface Ray or I swear Vezo, that you're probably gonna sound out of place because that like their recording process and how casual it is mm -hmm. is kind of like a big factor in terms of how the music ultimately ends up sounding. Right. Yeah, it's more like it's energy too. It'd be about the energy. Like it's more, it'd be better to just go in there and freestyle. Cause mm -hmm. I used to write when I first started. Right. But it was like, it was taking so much time. Mm. Like, you know, it's like you trying your hardest to say something instead of just going in there and putting the words, twisting it, you and know. That's something that like a lot of people who rap actually talk about, but that a lot of the fans I don't think know about is mm -hmm. that rap is kind of like an actual sport once you're actually in Good the studio mm -hmm. because motherfuckers will be like, emphasizing how long it takes you to record as well. And I've heard stories from people about being in the studio with Gucci back in the day and how the pressure was fucking on where if you didn't have your verse done in 10, 15 minutes, then you just weren't going to be able to hang because you got Gucci and Thug and all these and people just, just in spitting verses like that. And it's like that creates kind of like a weird level of competition. It's obviously not for everybody, but. Yeah, yeah I used to be thinking like that, like I got to make a song in an hour and do it in this now like once i got the confidence to really just relax in there it's more so like i let it come however it come really? like what i might make a hook in 15 minutes i might make a hook in 40 minutes like mm. i don't really try to i try to take my time with it now like because it's more it's also about being creative right like i don't be wanting to rush the music and i don't want to feel like oh i need to do this and do, like you know you I, I work at my pace like you have I a home to, studio or you go to the studio i go to the studio okay What's the environment like? As far as, like, the studio environment? You know, a lot of guys I see, they, they need a lot of amenities in the studio, whether it's they need hot girls around or they need certain drugs or alcohol or food or candy. Like, what, what is inspirational to you? Um, I go to the studio alone most of the time. Mm. Like, I invite people sometimes, but it kind of be a lot when you're in the studio trying to focus and then you get... 10 people doing all type of, you know, like, it can be a lot sometimes, but... That's how I would feel, for sure. Yeah, I look like, at rappers, like, I can't believe you're able to be creative with this much shit going, going around. on around. Yeah. yeah. So I, like, started inviting people around just so I could get used to that, because, you know, in some studios, it's going to be people there. Mm. So it's like, I, I do it sometimes, but, like, most of the time, I go to the studio alone. Right. It just be me and the engineer. Are you dressed up when you go to the studio? Uh, it depends on the day. So okay. I'll be dressed down. I might go in with a, you know, a mask, like, or I might just mm. go in like this. Like, I'll That's be natural thing. with it. I just think it's funny when I see rappers and they're in the studio by themselves or with, like, two other people and they got their, like, $800 shoes on and the whole <laughs> outfit. And I'm just like, damn, like, you need to do that to, like, channel the power of the drip. No, not really. I be dressed down most of the time when I'm in the studio. I'm dressed down. Girls are always looking for any opportunity to not get dressed up because it's such a pain in the ass. It's so much. Like, right now, these jeans killing me. Really? Yeah. I can't even see them. I wonder they probably can, but... Yeah, these them soobies. Fuck. Okay. So, tell me a little bit about your upbringing. You're from Cincinnati, which is a little bit out of the ordinary. We haven't had a shitload of artists from there on here. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a wonderful city. It's like... 
you got the good and the bad that come with it. I'm from downtown Cincinnati. That's the West End. I heard you're from like the worst area. Yeah, that's like the worst. Like, okay, you got downtown Cincinnati and then you got all the other neighborhoods. Right. But the other neighborhood, like people, they can't come down, you know, on our side of it. It's not really... You know, safe for people. It's Is not that it's, dangerous. No outsiders allowed. It ain't really safe for us. It's it's not safe for people in mm. general. So it's and it like, was always like that, even when you were a kid. Always. Really. It's actually gotten a little better, like recently. It like having moments. It's moments. So like, but as a kid, it was like a hundred percent not safe. Really. Like I wouldn't just be inviting my friends down there. Like, you know, it wasn't really safe like that. Were your parents really cautious? Nah, they was they born in it. So it's like you know. It's like they used to it. Right. It ain't much. They ain't seen. They born in it. So they would let you play outside and shit. Yeah. It wasn't it's, a it's, concern. It's like a, it's in our blood. Mm. Like you know, it, I didn't really have a parents that was like, oh, you can't go outside. It's crazy. Right. No, we outside. My parents outside too. Were you seeing crazy shit from a young age? Yeah. Do you have memories of seeing shootings and yeah, that kind of stuff? Yeah, all the time. Really? That's normal. That's really normal. That ain't even like that's, that's super normal. Really. Shootings and yeah, we'd have been running from shootings. Like, we'd have been in the crowd where they were shooting at. Like it's, really? it's serious. You think you've been traumatized by having yeah, to live through that? Hell yeah, I'm traumatized. <laughs> yeah, I'm traumatized. It's just like a, you know, when you grow up in something and you really grow up in it. Like I've been in downtown Cincinnati my entire life. Right. Not, like I didn't leave and go duck off and like I've been there my entire life. Right. So like, I'm really, you know, I'm one of them. Right. So it's like we done seen everything, shootings, killings. It's, it's been everything. Sometimes one thing that my therapist has said to me a bunch of times that I think about a lot is she's like a lot of the people that you interview have extreme undiagnosed trauma that they often haven't confronted, mm -hmm. you know? And like it's not really like thought of that way. But when I think about some of the stories that my friends have told me about growing up or whatever, I'm just like, it is a fucking miracle that you're as normal as you are, given that you've seen this kind of shit from such a young age. Yeah, it's because you adapt to it. Mm. If you don't adapt to it, you're going to be somewhere with your head cut off. So you got to adapt to it. You got to know what's right and what's wrong, too, also. Right. Like, you don't want to get caught up in it. Like, that's the last thing to do is to get caught up in it. But, you know, it's, it's good and bad because, like, I would rather be grow up in that community then grow up in the suburbs and then be in the real world not knowing what's going on right like if i know i grew up in this type of environment i know how to move and survive that's how i feel i know i look at my kid every day and think you're not gonna know shit you see what i'm saying <laughs> for real like it's like you want to know how to survive you right. don't want to be nowhere in the world oh i'm out in la don't know what like right from wrong like you know where to stay away from how to move like it play a big part with your life and i feel like the community helped us be better people for the, like, you know, for the the future. Right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a Price. Got your happy price, price line. Do you um but do you 
look at that upbringing. Like we talk a lot about the fact that it's hard for dudes because there's so much pressure to get into gangs or crime, selling drugs, et cetera. As a woman growing up in that environment, how is that different? And, and how did you view the world around you at that young age? At first it was like, we kind of was blind to it. Like we got one of them neighborhoods, people love, they can't come down there, but they would love to come down there. Mm. You get what I'm saying? People would love to just be there. Cause it's like, you hear about it, like they parents telling, you know, even if you're not from my neighborhood, your parents done told you about it. Mm. Like, cause a lot of people, they be from different neighborhoods, but their parents might be from downtown Cincinnati okay. and they might've just moved and felt like, okay, I'm not going to let my kids grow up in that. So it's like, you know, you meet, I, I went to school with people that wasn't from where I was from, but they would love, they wanted to come there so bad. Like, right. we just want to, let's go down there. Like, but you know, like it ain't that easy to just bring people into it because like, I'm not even safe in it. Really? It's like, it's very unsafe just as a, Hold the community. But okay, was it the kind of community where you have older dudes, street dudes, or whatever, who are like really taking care of shit, or was it just straight mayhem, just like people mayhem. indiscriminately going mayhem. at it, and there was nobody like yeah, mayhem. We all chilling it. at the park. It, it's, it's liable to be going down tonight. Like mm. you, we don't know that. We just kids. We at the park. We doing kid stuff. You know, like, and then next thing you know, shots firing. You gotta, you gotta move around. So it was like. It was like a gift and a curse, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm blessed to be from there, though. Like, like I wouldn't want to be from nowhere else. For sure. Nowhere else. What was high school like? High school, it was cool. You know, everybody coming. They trying to bring their best fits, best, you know, the gear, the money. Everybody wasn't really getting money at the time. And money really, I ain't going to even act like it mattered that much back then. But if you was getting it, you was getting it. Okay. But it wasn't really our community had us so blind. We wasn't even really, the money wasn't even mattering that much. Like, really? You would get some money, then go spend it all on outfit. Right. You know, like, just like, just trying to, we, everybody linking up. We linking up. Like, it's, it was so, we was blinded because it's just that type of community. Like, it was, you really was blinded to the real world. Right. Was, so when you were, coming up did you know a lot of people who were hustling and doing well for themselves or was that even like did you know people who had businesses or anything like that no business it's just no. straight street credit okay. and that was it it wasn't no oh i got this property i didn't know no friend my none of my friends ain't had properties wasn't doing nothing legit everything was illegal was there any rappers you were looking at as like the hometown hero at that age uh yeah scally okay he from my community too oh nice mm -hmm. his name's scally yeah, he was like, he had the city, though. He had the city on lock. Okay. Like, it wasn't, it was the city. Not right. just my community, everybody. Even if you wasn't from down there, everybody. Were you always interested in music, or were you fucking around freestyling at a young age? Um, I started doing music, and no, I wasn't. As a kid, no. I played sports. Oh, right. I played basketball, base, like sports, every sport almost. And you kept doing that even after high school? No. Oh, okay. It was over. Like, ninth grade, it was over. Oh, okay. It was over. You know, because you start seeing other things and you start getting into other things. and Good things or bad things? Bad. Really? <laughs> Primarily. I wouldn't even necessarily say it's bad. It's like a hustle. Right. You know, so it was like once I started getting into other things, it was like I ain't had no time for this. This one bringing no money in. Mm. You know, household See, was different at the time. It was time to figure it out right. myself. Because I was getting that from listening to music. I'm like, <laughs> she sounds like she's 
done some hustling in her life. <laughs> or she's just saying it. <laughs> nah, I ain't just, uh-uh. Like, it's a well-known fact. Everybody in my city know. If you know me, you know better. How, how'd you get put on to that kind of lifestyle? I, I was already born in it. Oh, okay. So it was like I just adapt. It was easy for me to adapt to anything because bo- I'm born in there it. There wasn't some bad dude at one point who put the batter in your back? Uh-uh. I control every situation, you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm not a, I'm a, I'm a leader. I don't follow the situations. I'm like, I was doing things and people around me wouldn't know how I was getting money. Really? They would, they just, they would just see me with it. Cause I'm not really a person that's, I'm not trying to talk about it. Mm. I'm trying to do it. And cause I, I had to do it. Like I'm not old enough to get a job yet. Okay. I got to figure something out. Right. You know? So it was like kind of already in me, like my grandma gangster. Really? Yeah, like it's really in me. That's interesting because I feel like with a lot of girls, it's kind of like a challenge for them to find their own sense of confidence. And so a lot of times we have that assumption that when you hear about a girl getting to rap or a girl getting to the streets or whatever, that there was a dude who was at the very least like coaching her on how to get into whatever kind of shit she was trying to get into. Mm -hmm. You always kind of had a little bit of that force of personality. Yeah, I was into it before the dudes around me. Mm. They was kind of late. Right. Like, I can't, I really was, I was been in it. I was just quiet. I knew, like, okay, I'm a female. I can get away with this. Mm. If I'm by myself, nobody ain't go, you know? Like, if they don't know nothing, it's nothing to talk about. That is a good point. Like, I was by myself. I wasn't really being, I was still hanging with the, you know, with the gang, but it was like I was by myself mm. when I was doing what I was doing. Did you ever have a legal problems associated to this lifestyle? Uh... No. As far as like of the cops, like you never had issues with all that? No. Like you know the weed tickets and stuff like that. I've never been in no trouble ever. Really? Like as a kid, you know, a lot of driving without license. I might have thirteen warrants at a time, mass driving without license tickets, like <laughs> just stuff like that. But I went to juvenile when I was like thirteen. Really? I did two weeks in there for mass driving without license, weed tickets truancies and stuff like that after that i never got in trouble really <laughs> you're smoking weed at 13 mm-hmm. you still smoke weed now no i just actually stopped how long ago like a couple like a week ago two weeks ago well <laughs> perhaps it'll stick <laughs> why'd you stop because it's like we kind of make me like i get irritated fast i'm really? a gemini so like we really be you know like snappy yeah. So like the weed, I, could I wouldn't be, want you yelling at me. Yeah, like I could be having a positive conversation, like, and it might be something I need to hear. But if the, if I'm off the weed, I might not want to hear that shit at the time. Like I don't want to hear that. Right. You know, and it's, you don't need to be like that, especially when you enter in this type of business. You need to be full fledged. You want to be straightforward, straight up or down. You don't want it to be like I'm just holding myself back because I'm getting high and I, don't, I ain't in the mood. Mm. You know, like so I had to really let the weed go. It felt like it was, because when I'm really smoking real weed, not no play play. Mm. Not no play play. You were getting real high. Yeah. Mm. No limit. <laughs> For real. So I had to really stop. Like, I had to stop. Respect. You know. um, okay. But so then you're doing your thing in the streets or whatever. Like, what has to happen before you get interested in rapping? Like, how did that become a thing? Uh, We used to, like, me and my friend K1, we used to get drunk. And record ourselves rapping and stuff. And then the next day, we all watch the videos. Mm. And he was like, um, you need to rap. Like, 
But you know, I'm really not. I was felt like I was so lit in real life. I'm like rapping. I didn't want to be no rapper. Like it's hard to imagine before you get in yeah, there. Yeah, right you now. like I couldn't take it serious. I'm like a rapper because that's really something I never thought about. So that's the hardest part about being a rapper is accepting and fighting past the fact that people, your friends, are gonna like laugh at you wanting <laughs> to get into it in the beginning. I think. Yeah, yeah it's like you want to be a rapper, so it was like. I tried it. I tried a freestyle and I put it out and they really liked it. Mm. So it was like, because I told you I already played sports and did a lot of stuff. I've always been like an active type of person. Mm. Like, so I'm thinking like rapping, maybe I do need to try this. Like, and I tried it. Seriously, like I tried it like 2014. That's when you started. Yeah, but I still wasn't taking it serious. I wasn't never taking it serious for real because it was still like, a rapper, like you gotta think. I never had social medias or none of that. Oh, so you never went to that. Yeah, I never been on MySpace, none of that. Like, and that was popular in our era. So it was like, rapper, I gotta take pictures and make social medias and see. Like, oh, I was a very private person. Mm. So for me, that was kind of a lot. Like, okay, I gotta let these people into my life. Yeah, like mm -hmm. you can't just make some music. You gotta also be your own fucking marketing campaign. Yeah. So it was kind of a lot. Yeah. But once I got into it, I say I started taking it serious probably because I dropped a tape in 2017, like 2018. Okay, that's when you started taking it When serious. I knew, like, okay, this is really what you need to do. Because I started, get, once you start getting good at it, you realize, like, okay, I'm getting better. Mm. So it's like, if I'm getting better, at all it go, if I keep going, I'm going to get better and better. So it was like 2017, that's when I really knew, like, I'm hot. Like, I'm hot because I, I stopped writing too. People were fucking with it in the city or online? In the online? city. In, like, you know, SoundCloud. Right. That's when, because I didn't have no YouTube or nothing like that. It was SoundCloud at them days. Mm. So it was still like I knew that I was hot because the streets was, like, when they were seeing me. That's a lot. In my community, if everybody really, because we ain't sugarcoating nothing. Right. We ain't finna just be like, oh, yeah, you my peoples, you hot. Like, if it ain't right, it ain't right. But so, you were feeling it when you went outside that like people. Yeah, people used to be like, it. "You need to take it." They they was telling me to take it serious. It's like they knew I wasn't taking it serious. Mm. Like you need to take it serious. Right. So it was like, okay, I'm about to take this serious. And were you always Skylar Blatt? Mm-hmm. That's your actual last no, name. No, no, no. My name. I, uh -uh. No, you don't have to tell me your yeah. last name. But where'd the last name come from? Uh, like we was see in my city. Well, my black, hood, black, black, yeah, black. we fuck with Young Thug a lot. <laughs> okay. So, like, that's but when he slapped. was on. He was slack. Uh, so it was like, it's like a merge. It ain't nothing but a merge. Slap, oh, black. Okay. Like, you know how it's you just. It's not a gun sound. It's more of a slap homage. Yeah, like black. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess he does say it's that. It's not too, like yeah. black. Like, I'm trying to, you know, it's like slap. So right. it was like, we used to be, we was on Young Thug heavy at the time. Like, mm. heavy, heavy, heavy. One of the greatest. And yeah, so it was like, slime. He was, you know, he was preaching that to the world. And a lot of people was, you know, in my city, they wasn't listening to him like that. But our hood, we was, like, we was listening to him heavy. And he was saying, we was we was repping the slime shit. Like, you guys bloods over there? No, we don't do no gangbanging. Oh, okay. No gangbanging in our in city. In the whole yet. city? It's yeah, just we like don't gang bang different neighborhoods? Yeah, just mass neighborhoods. We don't do no gang like red flag, blue We don't do that. Okay. So like, if you see somebody and like you just start rattling off what block you're from or just like, calling them a bitch in general? or what? See, look, <laughs> right? Our neighborhood is big, but it's about one, two. 
it's like six six different hoods in one community mm. but none of them get along right like none of nobody get along so it's like we ain't really you got your certain beef like you might be cool with one side but the other side y'all both might not like them you mm. get what i'm saying so it was just kind of difficult but i was always an all-around type of person like i could go anywhere right like i ain't really nobody ain't giving me no problems like i can go anywhere that sounds like because in a way the gaming and shit in la makes who has problems with each other kind of like simpler mm -hmm. because you if you're really around it, you start to know like all oh, these people don't like these people. But then on the other hand, like what you're talking about just sounds kind of like chaotic where yeah. like nobody knows who's supposed to be getting along. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's static. Right. Like, and then you might have a moment or a time where everybody beefing with each other. It ain't mm. like that's how it's been right now lately. Right. Like it's just been static. Who are you looking at in terms of inspiration? Like early on and even up till today, like who, who are you looking at thinking like, I want to, have that kind of energy that they have in their videos or with their music? Uh, Gucci, mm. Lil Wayne. Let me see, did I really been like, like all time? Sure, yeah. Gucci, Wayne, Nikki, Drake. Like I used to, Chris Brown too. Mm. I used to, I remember one time when they dropped that Loyal. Uh, that's around the time when I first like kind of started rapping, but I was I was known. Everybody knew like okay, Scarlet Black. Like in my hood, they knew in my city. I mean, but that's when I knew like I gotta step it up. They dropping shit like this, like I got to make it make sense. Like <laughs> some rappers had me like that. Like I listen to their music and be like, yeah, you gotta like you gotta step it up. You can, if you gonna do this, you gotta do it the right way. But do, did you ever make R and B music? Did you ever sing? Um. Uh, no, I f like, I be messing with the auto-tune, like, you know, the melodies. I got a lot of melodies, but not really, no, not singing. Right. But it was just more so, like, the fact that how hot they was at the time. It's like, I got to be hot if, in order to be, you know, because it's like a friendly competition. Like, if you're going to, you got to produce hot music that the, you got to be trying to go against the hottest. Mm. Like, you want to be in them topics with them. When people mention in, you know. But you could you could learn a lot about a rapper by who they choose to do songs with. So when we see you doing shit with Babyface Ray and Vezo and shit, it's like, is that how you see yourself as a rapper? Is that you're this sort of like minimalist style, like real street type rapper? Um, I like both lanes. I, I mean, I like all lanes. It's just like, that's like a Midwest thing. And you know, mm. we really, we were on that Detroit music bad in my city. So it was like, yeah, we need to, we need to work. So is that what a lot of the music coming out of Cincinnati kind of sounds like and shit at this point? That people be fucking with the Detroit sound? Um, not really. Like, some people, mm. you know, you got them, some artists that rap like they from Detroit. I'm not really into that. Like, if I get on a beat with a Detroit artist, I'm going to sound like me. Mm. But, you know, once Detroit, like, blew up with their music, people start trying to sound like them. Right. You know, but... Nah, that's not what's going on in Cincinnati. Everybody got they, we really different. Everybody got they own facade, for real. Like, right. we really, it's it's different there. So you were rapping on Facebook originally? Uh, Yeah, I Facebook had, Live? Um, I used to be doing some, some. no, I just record and post it on there. Like, little recordings. Like, me, I be sitting here, I be freestyling or something. Or, you know, like, I write a free, this one I was writing at the time. Okay. I write a freestyle. And just upload it. Because it, it was like I was trying to see how the world 
felt about it. Right. Like, instead of just my city and my neighborhood, it was like, let me see how the world feel. Because, you know, Facebook is easy to go viral on any social media. Right. So it was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I need to do this the right way. And it was like, I was shy at first. Really? Like, naturally shy because I know everybody, but it was like, um, I got to get up there and rap in front of them. Doing that into the camera just feels yeah, way different. Yeah, it's like, you know? hold on. <laughs> like, so if all these people come see me, I got to get up there and rap. So it was mm. like I was really breaking out of that stage. I was ready to break out of that stage. Like, shit, fuck it. I'm about to start rapping. Right. So and everybody had already knew me, too. So it was that kind of made it a lot better. Just having the degree of support yeah, from the community. Yeah, because everybody already knew me in real life. So it was like, like yeah, she rapping now. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's good. So it was smooth. So you felt like it hit it hit its stride early on, or like when did you really start to feel like you were gaining momentum? Um, I see like on like social media or in general. Just you know, YouTube, social media, whatever it was. Like 2019, it might have been. Right. Uh, I had went out with, I had got started dealing with Meek Mill and them. Right. So how did he get in touch with you? He he just wrote me. On, I mean, or did I, I wrote him? He watched my story, and I, I tagged him, you know, and it went from there. Right. And then they was on tour, him and I think Future. Okay. They was on that tour, and they was coming to my city, and they had somebody reach out. My homie Tak reached out to somebody who was from the city that knew me, and they like, yeah, have her pull up here, like, and I just pulled up there, and then we just bonded from then. Really? Hmm. Okay. So what was that like? It was a good, it was a great experience. Like it was my first time ever even dealing with anybody in the industry or anything like hands on. So it was like, it was new to me. It was like, what the hell? Right. And you I mean, know, like, you're dealing with dudes that are like just so used to like crazy levels of fame and money and success that it's just a lot of times like a normal person being around that. It'll just kind of be mind blowing. Like what the energy is like from these types of stars. Yeah. It was really like, damn, I'm in here like. You know, like I'm at the Grammy party. Like it's all type of people in here. Jay Z, it's ever, like you know. It was really like, what the hell? Like I'm telling you, I remember really being in the middle of the party, just looking around, like, like what the hell? Wow. So did you think you were gonna sign at first, or was that conversation going around? Um, it was more so about like, we really was building like a, a friendship type of thing. But it was like, okay, we want to work, we want to sign you, but. It never really fell through all the way because mm. it was a lot. I never really knew what happened with their situation. Interesting. Yeah, so it was like, but it, it we ain't never had no bad blood or nothing. I still fuck with me. Did you did you actually get to the point of having the actual conversation about signing, mm. or was it something that got fucked up with like the lawyers were dealing with it, and then it never yeah, ended it up happening? It was something like more on their end. But we yeah we was talking about signing and everything. Yes, I had multiple conversations with them. Interesting. Like multiple. Was that a letdown when it didn't pan out? Nah. I'm I'm from the hood, so it's like it's not really much I didn't I ain't seen. Mm. You know that was just like a lesson. You got to keep going. It's it's always gonna be a bump somewhere. It ain't you ain't gonna never get through life without taking the bumps. Like so, it was just like boom. Were you uh? But you know, were you going around acting like or feeling like it was a done deal? Were you starting to like count your chickens before they hatched? Um, like was I acting like I was already like I yeah, was yeah? Like was there a point where you were like really excited about it and then it kind of didn't pan out and you felt a little let down by it um i was excited but i like i said coming from where i come from your guard always up mm. it's never not up right it don't matter if you in the room with the greatest whoever 
your guard is always because it's just naturally in us. Mm. So it's like I know this can go wrong, just like I know it can go right. Mm. You know, it's like a balance. So it's like it never really. You know, I was excited, and I also knew like it could go wrong. It is wild when you think about a, a young rapper's career because it's like something like that one video, somebody clipping it and it going viral on Twitter could have this like big moment for your career that's it's not like a paid thing it's not something that anybody could have seen coming mm -hmm. you know and like like you meet rappers or like you have rappers be interested in you and that might seem like it's going to be the biggest thing in the world for a little while and then it doesn't really turn into anything and like i don't know it's just it's it's wild as a rapper how you're, like, you never you, know. You want to have as much control as possible, mm -hmm. but a lot of times <laughs> the biggest things in your career are things that are completely random that you have no control over. Yeah, that's how it was with the, like, on my block freestyle. I didn't right. know that was about to... Right. Like, it just... Literally, I didn't. I couldn't sit right here and be like, yeah, I knew that was going to do that. What was that actually? That was, in a, like, with a green screen in a studio? It, it's outside. It, it was, was outside? outside? Mm -hmm. So that's the actual background? Yeah, it's like... Oh, okay. The, I'm over here thinking everything's fake because I'm watching it just thinking, like, it doesn't look right. Like, I feel like yeah. this was done in the studio. It's how they, like, record... It's how they film it. Like, it make it look like it's fake, but no, that's really the background. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's oh. like a complex. So if you go in there and you see different people in different, like, locations, it's like a big complex. Okay. Mm hmm That's and really the background. That was, like, your neighborhood or, like, nearby? No, that was in Atlanta. Oh, you went out there to do it? Yeah, that wasn't in my city. That was in Atlanta. Okay. Mm -hmm. How'd you end up doing that? Uh, like a press run, oh, okay. you know, Atlanta press run. My team set it up, and it was just like showed up, and I did it. And that was a song you already had on a project. That song was already out. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Because then you put the video out afterwards, right? No, the video was out before. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, all right. So yeah. that the freestyle must have just come out then, right? Yeah, it had just uh, came out in February. Okay, interesting. So. Do you are you like really putting in work in terms of the music? Like, do you feel like you're still like getting a lot better all the time when you're recording? Yeah, because like, I be like, I listen to. I'm not the type that I just record a song and leave it at that. Right. Like, I'm a. Re, I take time in there. I'm gonna record it and I wanna hear it and I wanna write that in there. Like, send it right now so I can hear it in the car. And then it's like, okay, it give you more ideas when I listen to it in the car. For me just going in there and just rapping once and just like, okay, yeah, mix it. I don't do that. I go over songs. Mm. Like, just to make sure I ain't, you know, because I want it to be how I want it to be. I don't want it to just be all over the place. I want it to sound right. I might need to switch certain words out. Like, so I, like, have a lot of rough, I do rough drafts with all my songs. I think rap, more rappers should do that. Yeah, I do it with all my songs. Because there's Ruffs. no way that the the bars that you come up with your first go are the best, best possible bars. You mm -hmm. might you might sometimes land on just an insane song, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like going back and working on it more would usually be a good thing for most yeah. rappers. Cause you wanna like, you wanna be creative too. I'm not just a, I don't just rap about street shit. Mm. Like I got another lane, I go other lanes and you know, so it's like I really be going over all my songs. Mm. Literally, I wanna hear them in the car. I, like, I don't think that word should go right there. I should say another word. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's like you just got to be creative with it. Like, so I always go over all my records, always. Right. Like, if you think I that, touch every record. If you think your first drafts of a song is the best it could possibly be, you're probably not being honest with yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to go over it. I make rough drafts to every song I got to make. Mm. In the last past two years, everything. Do you feel like your fans mostly want to hear you talk about street shit, or what would you say they're interested in? Uh, I. It's like a balance. Mm. Like, people be wanting, like, 
they want street shit and they want the melodies too. Cause it's like you can't get enough. It's like okay, you rap about one thing, boom. Okay, I like her. She rap about street shit. Mm. But if I'm rapping about melodies and I'm rapping about other things, you know, real life shit. But it's still like with melodies, it's like oh, she can do this too. So they like they really like it all. Mm. Like that's one thing that I had to learn because I was doing melodies for a while. I came out rapping just hardcore, and then I once I got on to the auto tune and learned it. I started doing melodies. Mm. And then for a while, I was just doing melody music. I'm like, no, I need to stop doing this. I need to put a mixture. You're making little Uzi records? Yeah, if that's what you call it. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you call that it. That kind of thing? Is that what you call okay. it? <laughs> um, okay, but you said that at first you didn't even have a MySpace or a Twitter or whatever, and you weren't really like in tune with the idea of having to market yourself. What is that like for you as a woman where you know that like how you look is a big thing? factor and how much attention people are going to pay to you uh i i care but then i don't mm. like i'm not really a person that feel like oh i gotta look good and like you see i just came in here normal right no makeup like i'm like i really don't be caring for real but then i have moments where i want to get dressed up and dolled up like mm. that but it's not an all-time thing for me. Because I was going through your instagram last night and just like started to notice is like more and more photos of you know, like the makeup's fully done. The outfit yeah. looks really good. I can tell you're like really kind of going out of your way to put yourself out there like that. Yeah, like it's a mold. I got to really be in the mood for it. Mm. Like if I'm not in the mood for it, I'm going to have on some sweatpants. <laughs> and for real, like I'm a, I come as I go. I don't really be like waking up like, oh, I got to do this. Like I need my makeup done. I'm not really that type of person. Yeah, like as a guy, once you realize how long it takes for the average girl to get ready, a girl being ready or like being dolled up for no reason starts to make you think that they're sick in the fucking head. Because hey, no, why would real. you? Why would you real go talk. through all that unless be, no, you are going to be seen by a lot of people, right? Yeah, like, for real. You know, no, like it's it drive you crazy. Yeah, that'd drive me crazy if I was really waking up trying to do that. Mm. that but some girls are naturally like that, though. Right. That's not how I'm. Not, I'm not like that. You know, you got some girls that just feel like I ain't going nowhere without no face beat. Mm. I'm not going nowhere without being dressed up. Like, that's them. I, I'm not like that. Right. So if you see me somewhere, I'm out of pocket. If I'm just somewhere like that, I'm out of pocket. Right. That's not really what I do. But it says a lot about your confidence if you're a woman and you can, like, be in the club and be wearing, like, a fucking sweater and a yeah. like, pair of jeans or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. if you could style yourself so you don't have to be super dolled up. Because I always tell my girl that. I'm going to be like... Just wear whatever. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. And she'll be like, I'm not fucking tall and skinny, so I can't pull that. I, it's not going to look cool if I wear <laughs> some shit like that, you know? Yeah, I, I, know. I, I, mm -mm. I stay natural. But I don't have nothing against people like that. I got friends like that, family. Mm. I just don't do that personally. I For be sure. chilling overall. You got a boyfriend? No. No? No. Do you often? Like, are you somebody who's in and out of relationships, or are you more often Single. Single. <laughs> it's just your style yeah it's like relationships is a lot like mm. i'm not trying to pour all of myself into one thing right like and then you don't even get that in return so i rather just like focus on myself i'm not really a relationship type of i got all the time in the world to be in a relationship you know right. you ain't got all the time to wake up and chase your dreams and you don't have all the time do you feel like do you're in like grind mode like yeah. hustle mode where yeah. it's like everything you do right now is really important and you can't really be i chilling. can't play mm. let's play play so if i'm dealing with somebody it got to be they gotta not have enough too much time for me either mm. like we both have to be busy 
I ain't got time to sit and talk on the phone all day. Like, some days I don't even want to talk. Mm. I can't be in a relationship right now. That's just not true. You know, I can't. <laughs> <coughs> no, that makes sense. But I, I was I was looking at your Instagram photos, and I seen you had an Instagram caption that was something <laughs> about keeping dudes in rotation. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn. All right. So she bossy like that. Okay. <laughs> Talk to me about that. What is a rotation? Hey. I don't know if I've ever been in a rotation. Hey. I know I have, but I, they didn't call it that back then. No, it's, um, yeah, they in rotation, you know? You have moments for people. Everybody not, like, forever. Right. Meant to be for forever. You know, it's a moment thing. Move around. But a rotation implies that there's a bunch in rotation, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, might be a different brother, no? No, <laughs> no it's just something, it sound cool. Yeah. You know, and that's something, like, when you say stuff like that, the people that you do deal with, they feel some type of way about it. Right. So, you know, it's just it's just something that sound cool. Oh, it's man. not really, like, I don't even have time to have dudes in rotation. Yeah, if I had a girlfriend who was, like, just rapping about treating dudes like shit, I would be, like, walking around, like, wondering <laughs> if my friends were, had another secret group chat making fun of me for the fucking bars. <laughs> no, it's like, <sighs> it just sound cool. Them lyrics, that was actually a, a lyric oh, that okay. I said. Yeah, but then the, ne the next photo after that said that you were accepting boyfriend applications. Yeah, see. So that's like a completely different energy. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I went from that to that. Right. Like it's just a mold. Like whatever mood I'm feeling. Mm. Like, but I really wasn't serious about neither one of them. I'm not accepting boyfriend. It was just a caption. Okay. Like it sounds cool. It's cool. Get the male part yeah. of your fan base excited. Yeah, maybe like, they'll you listen know, to make the new them, song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what she got going on. <laughs> <laughs> he said, let me see what she got going <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, it just get on rattle up. You know, mm -hmm. just entertainment for real. Have you been doing meetings with labels and stuff like that? You having those conversations? Mm -hmm. How's yeah. that going? You thinking about signing? Uh, not at the moment. Like, me and my team, we really focusing on building ourselves and keep building. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like it's all the time in the world to sign. If right. you're doing the right thing and you're doing it correctly, People still gonna want to work with you regardless, as long as you keep pushing and you know getting stronger, building the leverage to you know have it to where you get a good deal. You right. don't want to just walk in the room with somebody and they like, here we go this, here go this, and you know, yeah. like you want to build yourself up so they can come correct without right. even you having to say anything. I don't even gotta talk. They know how to come. You know. At this early stage in your career, what does your team look like? And it might not feel early because you've been grinding what? for a long time, but like. I don't know, like, do you have a manager, an assistant? Like, there's a couple people you rolled up with. Like, what, what roles nope, do you have? No, I just got a partner. Oh. It's like we, you know, we looking for managers and assistants, but it's like you can't put anybody in that position. You got to be able to trust them. You got mm. to be able, you know, it, we, we live, it's an era where you can't even trust people mm. in, in regular life. So how am I going to trust you with some business and some money? You see uh, the Carl Crawford guy that made the study and signed to was in the club with Tory Lanez? No. Well, that's a situation you don't want to end up in. Yeah, you see, like, <laughs> for real. Like, I didn't even see that, but I definitely don't want to end up in that. Right. Like, shit. <laughs> Maybe signing your career over to somebody is such a great idea. Who knows what could happen? You know, I just feel like when you're building from ground up and you just keep pushing, you learn stuff. And as you learning and you pushing, you get you build relationships with people mm. that's in this business. So as long as I'm building the right relationships with people, with genuine people, and when it's time to sign, I'm going to be ready. I'm not personally ready to sign with nobody. Mm. I don't feel like I'm ready. I don't feel like I know enough to even be in a room like, okay, I want to sign. Right. 
you have to know the background though you want to know everything even though it's not like you can just you know what's gonna happen you can't plan it out and know like okay it's gonna happen this way i'm gonna sign and it's gonna happen but it's like i at least want to be prepared for whatever gonna happen right you get like yeah i'd rather be prepared i don't feel like i'm ready to be in the room signing no dotted line mm. no respect um, what do you have uh, coming up? Do you have a project coming out? Or are you just going to keep dropping videos? Like, what's the um, I have plan? a project coming out in May or June. We decide on the days right now. My birthday's in May. Okay. So I'm trying to see if I want to drop it for my birthday or like June, full, full fledged summer. But also, I'm doing a tape with Cardo Got Wings. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I got a tape with Cardo Got Wings on How'd the way to. I just start communicating with him. Um, I had reached out to Cardo like in September. He reached out like a couple months later and was just like, yo, what's your email? I'm sending you. Like he just must have, you know, went and seen my page and listened to the music. He just started loading me up. Like, let's work. Let's tap. Like he tapped in. I fuck with Cardo like on a personal level. That's my homie. I fuck with him. Like outside of the business, you know, you deal, you do business with people, but like you don't treat them at, like a friend outside of it. Right. Like I fuck with Cardo on both ends, like business and friendship. That's dope. Mm -hmm. You feel like it's a big weight on your shoulders or like your responsibility that you want to put your city on? Yeah, I got to. Mm. I can't even get this far and not do that. Like, look, I'm in no jumper. <laughs> With Laura. <laughs> For real, like, I can't play. I can't play. Like, <laughs> this is going to go down in history. I can't even play. Like, so, you know, you don't want to climb to a certain level and then feel like, oh, this is like... I ain't taking this to my head like, yeah, I was at no jumper. Like, I'm looking at it like this is a blessing. I can't believe it, but this is still <laughs> like, you know, like you don't want to feel like, oh, yeah, I got 100K followers. Like, no, I'm trying to shoot for the moon. I love getting somebody's interview early on. Mm -hmm. and I, I, you already done other interviews and stuff, so it's not like we're fucking breaking totally new ground here or whatever. But, yeah, when I definitely, when I first saw you rap, I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, I wonder <laughs> if she's got interviews because I could definitely see her being fucking big after this. So we should probably try. <laughs> Try to get in there early. Yeah. When you wrote me out, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> For real. That's tight. <laughs> like, That's tight that after a lifetime of like DMing girls who probably didn't want me to DM them, that I could DM somebody who was genuinely happy. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's, but I come from nothing. This is crazy. <laughs> For real. That's sick. You been to LA before though? Mm hmm. Okay. I travel to LA. It's kind of hard getting used to the time zone. Right. Because, like, we three hours behind. So when I get here, I'm like, whoo, it's two o'clock <laughs> in the morning at home. Like, right. you know, it's like you got to get used to it. Yeah. I feel like through the, the magic of coffee and or weed that I can kind of make it happen. I can force <laughs> myself to go to sleep early or I can force myself to get up early. So I don't know. I just like fight through that right. jet lag thing. Yes, because this time zone is crazy. You want to get fucked up is when you go somewhere like 12 fucking hours, 20 hours on the plane, and you get there and you're like really, like your body has no clue what to feel. Right. That's when you got to take Zans or something. Like you got to fucking do something to like regulate your sleep and shit. Yeah, I'm scared of them Zans. Oh, yeah? That's a mm -hmm. good thing. Yeah. I'm scared. Definitely. Stay away from that. I don't want that to be the purpose of this interview. <laughs> get Skylar on the Zans. <laughs> he said get Skylar on the Zans. <laughs> Pretty sure. Um, okay, yeah, I appreciate you coming in. It was a great conversation. I think we all uh, agree that you got a ton of talent and that we're very optimistic about your career from here. So best of luck with everything. I'll, I'll be, we'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah, And we're we'll all back. looking forward to hearing more shit and everything. Yeah, we'll be back. It's early on. Yeah. I'll give it about six months. No doubt.
to a year. We'll be back. And my condolences to all the guys who are in rotation that <laughs> that are getting roasted, that are in their fields watching this. Yeah. <laughs> In they feels they gonna oh, be okay. Shit. All right, Skylar Blatt, no jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, all that. Like, comment, subscribe, no jumper.com if you want to support. Yeah, sure. Yo, I want to shout my boy Brock out down at Soul Revival Fairfax on Instagram, Soul Revival Fairfax. Shout out to my boy Brock. Shout out to ILWT too. Shout out Brock. Yeah, the Blizzard. Shout out Brock Lesnar, too. Yeah. <laughs> Unrelated. I don't know him. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. He's funny as hell. <laughs>